everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we are here for our season finale of of this season of Draft Queens. I cannot believe that it's here, Michelle. I cannot believe the Super Bowl not only is upon us, but it has happened to us. And this is our final episode of the 2022 to 2023 NFL season. Uh, How you feeling? We made it. I can't believe it's a season finale, but you know what? It's bittersweet. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. Mm, you're ready for new beginnings. Yeah, there's always, yeah, there's always something new, some, some more sports for us to talk about. But of course, you know what? We, we got to a Super Bowl. We lived it. We breathed it. We loved it. And then you take just a little break. Yeah, I think um, the key, one of the key words in, in what you're saying here, and it's really true, is like, we loved it. Okay? We did. We loved it this year. So, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the game or you watched it for Rihanna or you only watched it for football, across the board, I gotta say, I loved Super Bowl 57. This was one for the books. Look, to your point, there were, like, records broken for people watching the game. There were even more records broken for people watching Rihanna. Fun fact, more people tuned into Rihanna than the actual (laughs) game. Go Rihanna. We love that. Uh, There were lots of points. There was lots of excitement. But I will say, as much as I loved it all, I hated the ending. I'm sorry. But I just... I. If you listened to the, the preview episode, you you knew that I was not necessarily pulling for Mahomes. So all those things were great. Great game. Great halftime. Great amount of people watching it. But I didn't want Mahomes to win. I'm sorry if that's unpopular, but I just didn't want him to win. No, and, and we, yeah, we said it on the, on the preview show. I think we both were in the right vain that it was going to be a close matchup yeah and we didn't want the chiefs to win we both put in exact score bets i put in a 31 28 eagles over the chiefs and you put in a 37 34 eagles over the chiefs we were right there it was a three-point differential in this game uh and unfortunately for us uh the the chips did fall in favor of the chiefs and i i am with you too it kind of sucked the wind out of my sail a little bit at the end and it of was, the game. And it was all the end of the game. It was like some crappy calls. Yeah. And, and you know what? You want to know what's actually kind of crazy? Like, I, I think, you know, on our preview episode, we talked so much like offense, offense, offense. The Both of these teams uh, fared actually really well uh, in the uh, sack category mm-hmm. during the regular season. And so I thought that that was going to play at least a decent role in this game, but it really didn't. The, the crazy thing to me is like, so Mahomes wins the Super, he, w- he wins the Super Bowl and he wins yes. the MVP, right? Yes. But mm-hmm. in my humble opinion, the Chiefs defense, crazily enough, won that game for them. Mm, yeah, like, speak more on that. I, I'm just like, you, you, you think about that big run back to, late towards the game that put them in an excellent field position. Yes. Like, that's all special teams. That yes. has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes or the offense. You've got the the strip sack that got returned, you know, for a touchdown. Like, in my opinion, first of all, I never thought that was going to happen. We, we talked about it. We were all the offense, which yeah. clearly there were still a lot of offensive touchdowns, you know, scored. Um, but to me, like... Kansas City's defense actually that was the that was the deal breaker. Yeah. Like if that sack strip doesn't happen, they don't win the game. If that if that return is not taken to like the 30 or 40, they don't win the game. So it, to me it's like 
again, I think that's why I get pissed about the Mahomes thing. Because I'm like, could you just, I know he threw two touchdowns, but like the actual differentiator of the game was the freaking Kansas City yes. defense. Like, yes. show some respect to the te- to the people that like really made the difference. Because, uh, spoiler alert, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts also scored three touchdowns. So th- yeah. they were like even. Yes, absolutely. But it is interesting, the minutia, you're right. You're right. The minutia is what like set different pieces of this game apart and I think there's a couple things to talk about right purely speaking on the game to start uh you talked about shitty refs a little bit um there's the holding call heard around the world that we'll have to talk about a little bit but that (coughs) holding call was a big differentiating piece of this game uh I would say that on the preview episode we talked about it and it holds true after the fact Uh, that it really was a David and Goliath story, and uh, they just couldn't pull it out, those Eagles, but they looked good. I mean, for for being, for their first Super Bowl ever, with so many new people on this team, they looked so good, but there were the hints of like, oh, you are a first-time team in the Super Bowl, because they didn't have I guess so. A little bit, the... The it's just the vibe that I got, like yeah. little snafus here and there, little yeah. fumbles here and there, the little teeny pieces. They still played really well. Do not get me wrong. I mean, Jaylen they out they, te- they technically outplayed them. Like they had more total yes. yards, mm-hmm. more passing yards. Uh, the the Chiefs did have more rushing yards, and it's just I don't know. I just I I mean, look, this is this is the game that we, you know, had hoped for. It was explosive. Yes. There were tons yes. of points. Um, it was close. It was close. There was a lot of back and forth, you know, down to the last like five minutes of the game. It's just, man, I really was hoping Butker was going to miss that field goal. I did too. And I, and you know what? (laughs) I like that guy. I like that guy. (laughs) I I always draft him on my fantasy team. I love Harrison Butker. What can I say? But I was also in the back of my head. I was like, man, I really am rooting for a loss for the Chiefs. I really I am in my heart of hearts. Who would have thunk it? I know. Well, I am a little let down by the uh, the result. That said, I am glad that it was beyond entertaining. That is oh, yeah. really, like we said, neither one of us are huge Chiefs fans. Neither one of us were huge Philly fans. We are just big football fans, and we wanted a really good, exciting game. And frankly, that's what we got. That's exactly what we got. Um, we also, it looks here, like you had said this, but um, there are a bunch of people who watched the Super Bowl. Not as many as who watched the Rihanna halftime show, which we'll get to in a second. But there were 110 million people who actually watched the big game. And it is yet it was, again this year, the most streamed Super Bowl. <laughs> and it was 118 million. So eight more million ah. people tuned in for Rihanna at mm-hmm. halftime. Well, I kind of love I know, I just love, I just love that fun, fun little fact, but we got an exciting game. Records were broken. uh, Touchdowns were thrown. MVPs were crowned. Yes. Um, But also, the real winner of Super Bowl 57 is Rihanna. No. No, is Rihanna and her unborn baby. Let's be honest. (laughs) There are some funny memes out there. Uh, uh, If you didn't watch the halftime show, shame on you. But um, yeah. (laughs) Turn this show off right now. (laughs) Fast forward. No, don't unsubscribe. I'm joking. Um, Yeah. Rihanna revealed baby number two. This was so reminiscent to me of uh, of Beyonce. Beyonce Beyonce and her baby Yeah, it was very similar to that. 
Uh, you know, look, I don't know what your thoughts are on, on the halftime show. I thought it was everything I expected, ex- with the exception of the baby. I did not foresee that one coming. Yeah. But, like, hits were played, dances were done. I thought the set design was so cool that they actually, like, used the full length of the football field. I mean, like, how often can you say that your stage can be as big as a football field, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. never, only at the Super Bowl? So, like, I love that she did that. I loved all the dancing. I the The set list was fire. I thought, like, so many people are like they expected more, like they wanted her to do more. And I was just like, okay, two things, people. She's got to be at least five months pregnant. So the fact that she's even out there moving around, suspended in thin air with, like, a baby in her belly is, like, (laughs) okay, queen status enough. But also, like, Rihanna isn't Beyonce. Rihanna isn't Lady Gaga. Rihanna isn't, like, she's not out there. She's not doing, like, crazy choreography. Like, that's not her thing. She's going to, like, shake her ass a little bit and, like, play the hits. Like, that's Rihanna. And that's what she did, and people were expecting more. And I was like, this is exactly what I was expecting. And I was very happy with it. I was very happy with it, too. I read the New York Times review just to see, because every year I'm just curious what the anyone will say about yeah. the, the uh, halftime show recap. Um, and I think they put it really, really well. They had said she did, it was like the perfect blend of doing just enough, but not too much. Like, it was very much yeah. cut and dry, let the music speak for itself, keep yep. the choreography clean. We don't need to do a Lady Gaga skydive off the roof of right, the right, fun- right. of Arrowhead Stadium. We <laughs> right. don't have to do 75 cameos with Dre and 50 Cent and right. Snoop Dogg. It's like yep. all we're going to do, we're going to let the music speak for itself and the baby bump I thought was a nice touch. I also liked that she didn't really address it too much. Fair. You just it's had true. to like infer. It was cool. It's true. It was yeah, cool. I, I think so too. I love that there were no other special guests. Obviously there were, you know, folks in the crowd from Jay-Z to ASAP and stuff like that. And people were thinking since oh. they were in town, they would be on. But it, as we said, our prediction was correct. Like this halftime show was about her. She's been gone for Loved seven, it. eight years. She's had a baby, et cetera. It's like, it was her moment. And I I'm glad it. that like, it really was. It was, it was her period. Mm-hmm. End of story. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you feel about, um, she opened with, uh, Oh, bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. That's I like was the fire. It. How fire of a way is that to enter the halftime show? I mean, I have chills. Like I'm literally, <laughs> I just have chills all over it's my so, body, like so reliving good. this. And so then she good. ended with diamonds, which I was like hoping she might switch it up a little bit. It was a little on the nose for me, but you yeah. know what? When you look back at her catalog, I think I Googled it after she played her set list to look up the set list was she changed 39 times by the way 39 times wow. they rechanged this set list to get it right so she had a plan with the music which yeah. i love um i thought it was a little on the nose at the end but you just can't miss when your catalog is so expansive you just can't. i i can't get the rude boy remix out of my head and the little like butt dance that she did i think it's probably the most memed thing i've seen it's amazing after the super bowl but i love it and it's a sick remix and it really delivered um on all my hopes and dreams to be honest so like does this mean for us 
uh, does this mean more from Rihanna? Does this mean a Rihanna album? Does this mean a Rihanna world tour? I mean, so that's the other funny thing. So of course people were like holding their breath for the show because they love Rihanna. They wanted to see what she was going to do. Yeah. They yeah. were also holding their breath because a lot of people were saying new music, new tour, debut a song, blah, blah, blah. Then they noticed that she's pregnant and they were like, oh shit. Now we're not getting any of these things. However, um, I've seen some post-show interviews and like she is alluding to the fact that like she still wants this to be the year that new music comes out. She's sort of like, great. I th- look, she's smart. She's a billionaire. Like she knows what she's doing. She just did the Super Bowl. Everybody's talking about it. She's top of mind. It's been a while. And as far as I can tell from what I'm hearing, she still wants to put new music out this year. So I think... Everybody wins if that happens. Everybody wins if that happens is right. I will be praying. And she also put a picture out on her Instagram today of her cute first baby. I mean, it's the year of Rihanna, honestly. That's why, that's why I think she wants to put the record out this year. Like, yeah. you start the year in the Super Bowl. You're going to have a baby in a few months. You got to put some music out. And like I said, she's smart. She's a billionaire. Like, she's got other things going on in her brand. Like, she knows what she's doing and, like, I don't. I mean, what better way to kick off an album campaign than performing on the freaking Super Bowl, really? Yeah. So I'm wondering where this stands uh, in the greats of Super Bowls here. So uh, I read a USA Today article saying that Super Bowl 57, having averaged between 110 and 113 million viewers, was the third most watched television show in history, full stop. Wow. That's super cool. Uh, I think it was just nearly edged out by Super Bowl 49 which was which oh. continues to remain the most viewed t- program in television history first wow. of all and that was the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks mm. um so this one's up there i mean across yeah. the board it is up there for most watched and Rihanna's halftime show is the second most watched Super Bowl halftime show on record. So this one, if you tuned in, it was by the numbers and also in our opinions, it really was one of the best Super Bowls of all time. Yeah, it was. And uh, and we talked about this, you know, in our preview episode, like so many people are betting that's like a new, you know, a new kind of facet to all of this now that that sports gambling is continuing to become legal and more widespread. And so like with that comes these massive record-breaking numbers because people want to see if their bets hit, which mm-hmm. by the way, pretty much only one of mine did. <laughs> I was just, I, as you were saying this, I'm uh. sneakily opening my DraftKings sportsbook and casino app to see if uh. my bets actually did hit or not. But no, um, yeah, because a lot of my money was on the underdog, so that didn't really pan out. But overall, like they hit the over a bunch of like, a bunch of our predictions from on the mic last week did hit, so that's so, what So speaking of predictions and speaking of bets, we figured that on this season finale episode, yes. we would take a little look into the future, a very mm. early look into the future, because Lord knows there's going to be, hopefully, a lot of off-season changes and moves, which we love to report on as those start to happen. Mm-hmm. But we figured it might be good to give you our early, early, way too early, obnoxiously early uh, uh, vantage into... <laughs> Stupidly like, early, so Stupidly say. early. I barely even have gotten over Rihanna and Super Bowl, <laughs> but here we are talking about what's going to happen next season. Absurdly early um, bets for next year. Uh... I wanted to start with, I, I'm going to throw one thing out here. Here's here's three big names and craziness. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, 
Derek Carr, Tom Brady. Okay, like it's gonna be quarter bowl, a quarter quarter bowl, quarter quarterback. Bowl. That's quarterback. actually we should franchise that quarter, quarter bowl. bowl. <laughs> um, I think last year we reported on so many crazy moves, um, but I'm I'm thinking this offseason is going to be even crazier with Brady actually retiring with Aaron Rodgers going into some deep dark hole for four weeks and deciding what he wants to do Lamar Jackson's been like back and forth on his contract with Baltimore all season effectively Derek Carr walks off the you know or gets waved slash walks off the Raiders and like doesn't know where that's gonna land like I think there's gonna be yeah the quarter bowl it's gonna be the quarter bowl this uh, offseason with quarterbacks flying all over the place I think yeah, so uh, I don't. I certainly don't disagree. I am most curious. I think. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is having a midlife crisis, so we're just gonna <laughs> leave that where it is. But I am super curious about uh, Lamar and Derek Carr uh, and where they end up landing, and also now knowing um, what the what the draft lineup looks like for the 2023 NFL draft. Um, that just dropped a couple days ago, I believe. Yep, and. Uh, that has the Chicago Bears going first, and there are some great quarterbacks coming out of the uh, coming out of the college leagues um, this year. So, yeah. with Chicago having the first pick out of the lot, and then the Houston Texans, if memory serves, they have the one-two punch. Um, I am curious the rookie class coming in and all these uh, the older regime kind of moving around how that'll shake out for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, I have a bold prediction that Aaron Rodgers comes out of his hole and takes Derek Carr's place in Las Vegas so that he's reunited with his old trusty Devante. wide receiver. That's that's my that's my bold way too early obnoxious take mm. on next season. I like that take. And there are even others that we're not considering, like what happens to Jimmy G now that the the franchise rides Jimmy on G- Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. I mean, what happens with Jimmy G? Exactly, I don't know. Jimmy G's got to figure out, uh, you know, his injuries and some surgeries. Mm-hmm. He's he's yep. a free agent. Uh, Daniel Jones is a free agent. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, is a yes. free agent. Yes. You know, like there's guys that are like Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr that that are likely on the move. So it's gonna be. An interesting offseason for quarterbacks, for sure. There's a lot of big free agents in uh, the running back side of things. The biggest one probably to name this early is Saquon Barkley. Like, the Giants have Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. Like, what's going to happen with the Giants? Bold prediction. They're going to fall apart next season because I don't think they can keep – they're not going to be able to keep all these guys. They're going to have to put their money in one and hope for the best. I mean, then then – then they're foiled. I mean, we we know that for sure. But we'll be I, following I it. We'll be following it throughout this offseason, and we should know more the after the 2023 NFL Draft, which is happening uh, end of April this year, April 27th through the 29th. So uh, keep that in the back of y'all's heads. And then also we'll be following the trade deadline and all that fun stuff to see where everybody ends up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be some surprises at some of the positions from a fantasy perspective. I think other positions will remain uh, pretty similar to how they were this year, i.e. King Kelsey remains on top of all things um, in the tight end world. I think Austin Eckler's um, stock continues to rise. I've seen some like really early predictions that Jonathan Taylor is still in like some of the top you know, um, fantasy runnings. Mm. I, I, I'm I, jury's out for me on that one. No, don't know how I feel about that. 
I can't wait to see where Saquon lands if he stays in New York or or doesn't. I think depending on where he does land, he's better than Christian McCaffrey next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, and especially, well, we'll just have to see. These are hard predictions to make. I am curious who you think, like, in every position here, especially, like, I feel like the wide receiver class, too, uh, is coming out really strong out of the gate, uh, again, from the college leagues. But in terms of who we're looking at for next year, are you still riding the wave of the Cincinnati Bengals? Are you still loving uh, the Jamar Chase connection with Joey B? How do you feel I just, about that? I just, so like, I love Justin Jefferson, but I'm a little bit concerned about Kirk Cousins and, and that team. Like, I think they had a lot of, I think they had a lot of momentum this year and then could, and then couldn't, you know, get through the playoffs. Uh, Justin Jefferson is obviously incredible, but the connection that Jamar has with Joe Burrow is unbelievable. So, you know, I see, I see Jamar being, you know, a, a, a bigger, a top wide receiver over Justin Jefferson next year. Like I said, a bold prediction, uh, depending on where Saquon goes, whether he stays in New York or goes, I think he's a better, um, I think he's a better running back than Christian McCaffrey. People still keep talking about Christian McCaffrey all the time, but like, I don't know if I'm crazy, but I just don't think he lives up to all the hype. I still don't think he lives up to all the hype. Even being on San Francisco and having a better season and staying healthy, I still don't think he lives up to the hype, like as some of the other running backs have. And I think Saquon's on the upward. Well, it will be very telling depending on where he ends up because it turned out to be a great fit for Christian McCaffrey when he moved over to the Niners. That was right. the fit for him. So yes. after week seven of of the season, you know, he his stock rose, at least for me. And Saquon had a great year this year, but you're right. We'll have to see where he lands and if he lands on his feet and if it's a good fit because that's that's half the battle, right? Yeah, 100%. You know, I think Jamar and Diggs and um, <clears throat> and uh, Jefferson, you know, yep. all stay at, at the top of their class. I think Tyreek Hill continues to mesh, you know, in Miami with, uh, with Tua and that team. Uh, I think Najee Harris had a pretty meek year this year, but was starting to, you know, pull it back together. And that team yep. is going to settle in without Big Ben. So I'm interested to see, you know, what happens, um, you know, over there. And look. I'm not just saying this because I personally don't really like Patrick Mahomes, but Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are out for blood next season. So like I they do better not be. think I do not think Mahomes is at the top of the pack again. I'm partially saying that because I don't like him, but I'm also just saying like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are out for blood. They keep getting close, but they're not getting close enough. I am just praying and putting it out there. That next season is the season. We'll see if they have it in them. The AFC is going to be crazy next year. So I will look forward to all of those matchups coming back around, uh, especially between Mahomes, Allen, and your boy Joey B. Totally looking forward to that. Uh, I'm super curious, too, which teams will, like, revive from the dead. Like, there were some really big yeah. flops this year. So you kind of alluded to it with Najee Harris. I thought they would have a bigger season, albeit not being a very good team. But what the fuck happened with the Rams? Can they rebuild? What happened with the Broncos? Can they rebuild with, well, like, a new, new co- head coach? New coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am wondering, too, about, like, bold predictions in terms of bounce back. So I'm hoping that the Rams can get it back to together. McVeigh is signed on for another season. Cooper Cup is going to be healthy, hopefully through the remainder of that season. Uh, I do want to see 
what um, what's his head uh, Saints former coach now moving over to uh, Denver. Oh yeah, wa- Sean Payton. I want to see what Sean Payton's got in store for Russell Wilson. Can he kick yep. that team back into shape? Yeah, and you you've got Javante Williams hopefully coming back for the yeah. Broncos. So like yeah. hopefully between coaching changes and and things of that nature, like they're able to get back on track. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be, I, you know, it's the wild, wild West in the off season. Arguably the off season is just as exciting as the regular season. So I'm very excited to see where some of these guys land. I mean, as you're saying that about the Rams, like the Rams don't have a running back. Could Saquon go to LA? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. There we go. There you go. There's a bold prediction, perhaps. This is a bold prediction, but you know way, what? My That's way, what we're way, here for. Way, way too stupid early <laughs> predictions. I'm just like rattling them off here and seeing what sticks. Now, yeah, like uh, unfortunately, the the least bold of all predictions, I think, though, is with the tight end position. Um, it's very clear that Travis Kelsey remains the king of that position yeah. across the league. Um, we also didn't see like a hell of a lot from Mark Andrews, but I think that was a byproduct of a couple things. So we'll see yep. what happens with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and also what Mark Andrews decides to do this <clears throat> year. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. And then if we can go psycho mode with some of the other tight ends and try and keep up with Yassi, yeah. I mean, like George Kittle's got it in him for sure, but I think the top of the stack just probably un unexcitingly will remain the same kind of like top yeah. three top five type top seven types that we had talked about this year yeah I also think like kind of what you were m- mentioning about teams that need a revival I think there's some other teams that are gonna fall off a ledge pretty pretty quickly and harshly you know next season I think the bucks without Brady not to say they oh, were yeah. great this season without with him but I'm concerned about what that means I'm concerned what that looks like for like a Mike Evans and Chris Godwin do they get so fed up that they just like try to get traded like who knows what that looks like if if the if the Raiders can't land someone like an Aaron Rodgers what happens to them now you've got Josh Jacobs you know and Devontae over there but like no no quarterback so like what happens there they're definitely in need you know the Seahawks kind of can't afford to get rid of Geno I don't think but he's also you know a free agent so and after the season he had who knows like maybe he could command some more money elsewhere like but, you know, it's, man, there's there's definitely going to be, you know, a lot of really, really interesting um, off-season moves. And, uh, gosh, I just can't wait to start seeing what happens with them. What happens, we... with, what happens with your Titans? Like, oy, 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 that team is in, that team's in trouble. Like, the, the Colts are, you know, getting new coaching. But, like, Matt Ryan, like, vomit everywhere. So there's... There's going to be some very interesting things happening in the offseason. Yep, there sure will be. But I do like the newly coined phrase that you have from today's episode, which is (laughs) the quarter bowl. It's going to be all about quarterbacks. That's what we'll look forward to for the draft and then the trade deadline for sure. And I think from there, a lot of these pieces will start to show themselves. Yeah, I think all in all, there will be some very interesting things that are going to happen to shake the league up. But I also think that early, early... I see like the top 10 to 15 guys this year being the same that they were last year. Like some of the names we already, you know, rattled off the Kelsey's, the Justin Jefferson's, the Saquon's. Like, I think those guys, I don't think there's any to be like major shockers in like the top 10 to 15 fantasy performers from last year to this year. I think you're going to see a lot of similarities and a lot of those same names. Um, 
that part I don't think gets shaken up too much for next season. Oh, even talking about this, I'm thinking <laughs> about how we won our fantasy leagues, both of us this year. Like, oh, that's right. I'm just, I just want, this was such a good year. I just don't want to lose that thread. This was such a good season of football. This was such a good season of fantasy. This was such a good Super Bowl. It was such a good halftime show. This might be the best season of Draft Queens that we've had to date. Arguably, you might be right. Okay. I'll go out on a limb. I'll say that on the record. I think it's the best year that we've had. And uh, next year could be even better. Well, that said, Kate... It is uh, the season finale of Draft Queens for our sixth season. Football has come to an end. Therefore, Mm. Draft Queens season six is coming to an end. We're going to take a little break because we deserve it. And honestly, so do you guys. Take a little break. You worked hard. It's been football season. is It's demanding fantasy football season. So (laughs) we're going to take a little break. You should take a little break. And we'll be back in your earballs in a few weeks. Uh, with the huddle, and uh, we're reviving Drafts on Drafts, our favorite weekly segment. That we are. I can't wait to be back on the mic. Uh, don't lose us in your feeds. Make sure you are. Seriously, we say this uh, a lot, but especially because we're taking a break. If you don't follow us, make sure you follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so you get a notification when the show comes back live. Um, I don't know about you, Michelle, but I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Florida. I am getting the hell out of Dodge, enjoying my earnings from this year and reaping the benefits. But we will be back very, very soon, y'all, probably um, around March Madness time. But follow us on those feeds so you can see when our new episodes start dropping again. Uh, That's anywhere you listen to podcasts on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just smash that follow button and you'll get a little notification from us when we go live again. But We love you all. It's been so much fun this season. I could cry. Uh, I don't want it to be over, but uh, hey, here's some new beginnings. We've got a whole new season to cover in a couple of short months. Later, y'all. And as Broncos Nation would say, let's ride.